This is the way. The Shroud of the Dark Side has fallen. Begun. The Dead Wars. Has. We'll do it live. We're doing it live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dad Wars, the weekly reckoning. It's not as intimidating as it sounds. It's really a lot of fun. Uh, glad you're here with us. We hope you're here with us. Looks like we have two concurrent viewers right now, and I think both of them are on the show tonight, so I like even numbers. That's fine. But greetings, exalted ones. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we're looking forward to connecting with you here in the chat live. That's why we do this live. We're trying to connect with fellow Star Wars fans, old and new. Uh, you might want to be sitting down for this, but we have 56 subscribers as of this weekend. Yes, 56, if you can believe that. That's amazing. Uh, in case you missed our latest Saturday morning show on Sunday, which was this morning, I've left a link in the description below. Eloise and I built the Lego Star Wars Mandalorian Starship, a.k.a. Bo-Katan Starship. It was a lot of fun. Check it out. We've got that and lots more Lego Star Wars content on the channel as well. So please like and subscribe if you're new to the channel. I'm looking at you, my new Facebook friends. I hope you're watching now. Uh, we hope to connect with you guys live in the chat tonight or in the comments below later. Show ideas are always welcome, so you can uh, email us at thedadwars at gmail. And uh, you can also listen to us on our weekly podcast, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. So all those links are in the show description below. All right, now it is time for... The Weekly Reckoning, as if I didn't have enough pre-roll uh, videos in a, a second ago, but, oh, I have a, I had a new uh, segue here. Let's see if I can fix, figure it out. Here we go. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Punch it, Chewy. And there we go. <laughs> Sorry, did I keep you waiting? You did. With my 30 pre-roll videos. And we my need new more. I would actually, I would like to uh, see if we get the Bruce Boa at half speed. I know, because it's only five minutes long as it is. How are we supposed to do a three-hour show? Welcome, welcome, Aaron, my co-host. Hello, sir. Um. I'm try I was trying to work that punch it chewy in there and I had this I fumbled with that clip and like we'll get it. But you guys are seeing this as a work in progress and we are we're getting better every every episode. Yeah. I'd say. How much did you pay that kid to be your extra in the background, like the kid in the coffee shop? That's pretty cool. I don't know, Central Casting sent him over, so I don't know. It's like <laughs> Does he work per scale or what's uh, what's the payment there? It's like give him free no. free lunch. Yeah, it's not really my issue. It's I don't know. It's between him and his agent. Oh, okay. Good, good. Yeah. I thought I was getting the bill for that. No, I thought I'd go for like a Central Perk kind of vibe today. So I like it. I like it. The, yeah. The columns. It always reminds me of uh, Naboo. Naboo, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the romance of Naboo. Oh, yeah. Saucy Naboo. <laughs> so everything's going well for you this week? Busy? Busy? I know you and I are busy. We didn't get to connect too much this week. Yeah, you know. The job search continues. Yep. 
Tell everybody so, what you do so maybe we can make a connection here. Maybe this is all just a long con to get you a really good job. <laughs> like I've been working for a year on this podcast, this uh, live stream, just so we can get you connected with a, a reputable I love that. employer. Like you called me one day, like, how's it going, man? Oh, I can't find a job. I do video production, but because of COVID out here, nobody blah, blah, blah. We'll start a podcast. <laughs> Let me finish. About Star Wars and dads. Let me finish. To find you a job. Makes perfect sense. Sounds very efficient. Now that I say it out loud, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Meanwhile, I haven't seen my own kids in, you know, months. Yeah. Daddy's in the basement. You got central casting. They send one of these guys over. Uncle Aaron needs a job. Get back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, man. Uh, we did have a really great FaceTime call this week, which resulted in an impromptu dance party, which I loved. We did, yeah. That was fantastic, man. The girls loved when you called, man. They really do. Yeah. This is this is uh, some great, and it gives me a break. It gives me yeah. a break because they're they're killing me up there. I love them though. I love them. We had a uh, a Girl Scout like the first day uh, of the Girl Scout um, season. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning all the nomenclature, but I was like, the <laughs> when only... the first Girl Scout falls from a tree, that's when the season begins. That's how it works. Yeah. That's dangerous. Um, dangerous. We always. That's lose why we one. had. That's why we had this festivity, this ceremony in a field. There were no trees close by. So, um, but yeah, I was like the only dad running around. There was one or two other dads that were lounging, but I was like coaching a tug of war. I recorded a bunch of like really cool shots for promos for the Girl Scouts and stuff, and I love it. I love it. So, and my wife is a Girl Scout uh, troop leader, Laura. So, oh, that's I didn't yeah, know that. As was her mother, her mom was her Girl Scout troop leader. So yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a legacy thing. It's cool, right? Yeah. Your mother wanted you to have this when you were old enough. Your mother's sash. It <laughs> <laughs> was awful. I apologize to the Girl Scouts of America. Oh, they. That's just that's a win. That's good stuff. That's you've just made Girl Scouts super hip. Like, Have I, I mean, though? No, no, maybe for us. I laughed. I like it. Oh, good. That's uh, the only reason I do the show. Find work and make you laugh. <laughs> I wonder if there are any Star Wars patches these girls can earn. Eloise has, she's only, she was, uh, she's been a daisy. This is going to be her second year. Mm -hmm. She's got like 20 patches already. She's going to run out of, of space, but I wonder if they have any Star Wars patches or, I'm, I bet they do. And if they don't, I'm, sure. I'm going to start an Etsy shop that has Star Wars patches for Girl Scouts there that's what's got to be done i think because yeah and i was looking for star wars at this function because i look for star wars everywhere i go and i i only saw it when i was saw my reflection in the minivan as i was getting my kids out you startled yourself <laughs> star wars oh that's me that's my hat uh so yeah i didn't see much star wars this week um in in, in irl in real life I, I mean i don't go many places i'm usually right down here working working on the show or working working so yeah. um we did watch the girl i said what do you want to watch tonight you know over the, the weekends we'll we'll try to get a movie in or something at home um and listen i don't push them to watch star wars stuff but they wanted to watch a star wars movie and of course i'm down so we, we watched the force awakens awesome first half and what i really like about it before we really dig into the show because i know or try not not to make it too too long a show tonight, but 
it really took its time in the first half. Do you know what I mean? Until it until it didn't. Wait, let me start over. The Ray <laughs> stuff in the beginning is fantastic, and it moves really slow and methodically. Mm. And I don't mean slow in a bad way. I mean you really get to settle into Star Wars again after it was gone since 2003, 5, oh. right? Yeah. That stuff played really well. Um, I thought it, yeah, I thought it did a, that first half, it's almost a little bit like Raiders in the sense of there's no fat. When it slows down, it's necessary. Yeah. And it's followed up by something very well paced. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like most of the movie is is like that. And uh, yeah. And and once again, uh, just a strong reminder of what we love about Star Wars. Yeah, it, it was I was I just had a I don't know I for what for the first time in, in a while that I watched it, I had a little different take on it. I was really immersed in it, enjoyed it. Uh, we only got halfway through because it was bedtime, but I can't wait to pick it back up and watch the rest of it with the girls. Yeah. Um, so how about you? Any any Star Wars stuff that you got into this week? Uh, this week I tried to, during a, a midday break, I tried to watch the documentary that came with The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And I made it, I made it about 20, 25 minutes in, and then I just started getting angry and I turned it off. Okay. All right. Well, moving on from the sequels. There we go. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Um, it's weird. Let me tell you what we're going to be talking about tonight, because I don't think I've given you the full rundown yet. I have no clue. We've got an exciting show tonight. Um, I hope if anybody's joining us for the first time, this would be a good one to get started with. Um, uh, let's see. But Sergey, do you remember Sergey who called in a couple weeks ago? He's like mm -hmm. our first oh, you... international super fan. I think Ray and I were on with him, and we we I t mentioned him to you, but I don't know if you got to hear. I didn't, yeah, no, I think I was, I went to the bathroom and then I was looking for, um, cause we had, Luis was on the show. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So, Thank you. I was looking so, for my Yoda that I wanted out. to show him. Luis, who is uh Jersey Ray. He's like Ray's Jersey stunt double. Right. Except I think Ray has a new, uh, a new appearance. So, uh, that might not work anymore, but so Sergey okay. sounds Eastern European says he's lives in Kansas city, says he took care of our spammer issue that we had. He took care of our spammer issue. <laughs> Fantastic call. It was amazing. I loved it. I listened to it. I watched it a few times. He's right. calling in tonight, and he has a top. He was inspired by, we did like Screen Rant, did a top 10 Qui-Gon quotes. Remember we remember did that? that? Yeah. We didn't really agree with really any of it. Um, no. But Sergey decided to come up with his top five quotes for A New Hope. He thought... It's a good place to start the original trilogy. Um, so this will give us a chance to get an outsider, international perspective of what they think about the original trilogy, A New Hope, and, and get mm -hmm. their, their favorite quotes. We all have our favorite quotes from A New Hope, like yeah, just basically almost any line in the movie. So we'll see where we line up with him on his favorite. So I can't wait. He's going to call in later. Um, okay. So we'll hope to, yeah, hope to catch up with him. Um, cool. I just wanted to thank Dan Komoda for being on the show last week. Um, just it was great to catch up with him and talk about our Star Wars beginnings together, our friendship, how it uh, started at Celebration 2 in 2002, thanks to Disney and thanks to Ketchum, his, the company he was working for. So just a shout mm -hmm. out to Ray, uh, to Dan and uh, 
would love to have him back on. He's going to actually be coming back on in a couple weeks. And we're going to talk about uh, a Kickstarter misadventure that involves Ewoks and lots of un, never before seen uh, behind the scenes uh, photos and video of those Ewok adventure movies. Wow. So, that's yeah, awesome. So he's got, we've got some content coming for sure. And we have, we got voicemails. So we, you know, we gave our number out a while back. We've actually gotten mm -hmm. some voicemails. Um, so I want to play those, but maybe we'll wait till Ray comes in and then we'll, we'll play those. Okay. So, um, oh yeah, I, something else I really wanted to bring up to you. And I, so Michael Fire Jr., who is what I call the godfather of uh, live stream education, who got me mm -hmm. one of the main guys, probably the main guy that got me up to speed on OBS and learning how to create my own show during the pandemic. So he's been doing live streams. He's done two that I've, he's done three, but he's done two that I've watched. This guy is so fantastic and he's really nice and he takes a hundred questions during a live stream and he answers every one of them. But so he's still kind of helping me out. I just want to give Michael fire jr. A shout out. If anybody wants to learn how we do uh, live stream the show, um, that's the guy to get you all the technical information you need and get you started. And he's such a nice, he's like our generation, maybe just a couple years older than us, but, uh, yeah. And his wife is like the producer on the live stream and they, He's just so gracious with all the, the information he gives out. And he's funny as heck, and he's super nice. So, um, And awesome. I also, we talked about this a while back. I'd love to have him on the show. He knows he knows my handle by now. I don't know if he's checked out Dad Wars, but um, just us being in communication and at me asking him questions and stuff. So it would be great yeah. to have him on. He says he's a huge Star Wars fan, and he said he was 7 and 77. So he was. So he's, he's a year older than me. He's just a year older than you, yeah. He was the prime age um, when Star Wars came out, as were you. I was, yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah, we should yeah. try to get him on the show. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm trying but, to get um, someone who's involved with, with Star Wars, um, George Lucas. I'm trying to see if I can get him. I don't know. Yeah, doesn't that doesn't ring a bell for really? Lucas, Lucas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Star. What do I know? Uh, <laughs> that would be great. Um, yeah. Who could, who could we really get in the Star Wars universe? Who could we really get? I'm sure we could get somebody to do a, what is that thing? Cameo? They could do one of those things. Yeah. All right. For so we'll, uh, I'll start a Kickstarter to get, yeah, some funds raised to get um, Captain Panaka to give us a little shout out. <laughs> That's some good. Wait a minute. That's some good. I think you just figured out our, our in our angle. Yeah. For for bumpers and pre rolls. Wait, we shouldn't be having this conversation on the air right now. This is a, this is a production meeting. No, no, no. All right, just folks. Don't. Just no. I'm going to tease this right now. You're going to start seeing a lot of Star Wars celebrities give uh, making appearances on this show. They won't be talking. We won't be interacting per se, but they know Dad Wars. Or maybe we could have them like. Because we, you know, <laughs> you pay hilarious. them. We could just say, "Could you just read these five answers?" And then we act like we're interviewing them. It's going to happen. We're doing this. It's a write-off. Right. It's a, it's a business. It's a tax write-off. Must I'll be nice to have money. Angle. No, it's just it's credit. It's just pay. It's just credit, and then you write it off, and then then you just yeah. you don't ever pay the bill off. Still, it must be nice to have money. <laughs> I need a job. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so if anybody uh, needs a scriptwriter, an actor, a film producer, 
a director. Aaron is the guy. Aaron's the guy. He's in Northern oh, are California. Are we him on the show? What's that? Is he going to be on the show? Oh, you're talking to about you, me. You, you. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> like, wow, this person sounds exciting. All right, do we want to? Do you want to get this weekly reckoning done? I mean, started. Let's do this. All right. I don't think I, I played the intro you. yet. I played 20 other intros. I don't think I played the intro. If you're here right now, if you're watching us live, please leave a like. Press that like button gingerly and gently. Use yeah. the force. Press it. Cause that, Watch, I'm doing it right now. Boom, I just did it. That puts puts us up, up, up yeah. the charts. The kids will see us, and maybe people will tune in and start subscribing. Maybe. I'm not happy um, with just 56 subscribers. I'm not happy I, with that. I, I'm I have a be, question for you. I'm trying to be positive about it. Yes. Where's Ray? Where is Ray? My name's Omega. <laughs> That's not right. Oh, where is Ray? Where's Ray? Let's get this show started. That's not the right one. Let's really get we'll this show live. started. We are doing it so live. We'll do it, we'll live. Do it live. All right, here we go. Just here to get Ray. I'll go in and try to find Ray. The troopers will be on our tail. Where's Ray? Ray! Where's Ray? I'm just here to get Ray. Ray! I'll go in and try to find Where's Ray. Ray. The troopers will be on our tail. There he is. Oh, look at him. He's just—he's still nursing that sprite from Galaxy's Edge from two it's weeks amazing. ago. <laughs> yeah. Look at Do that. It. He's a Dapper Dan man. Look at him. He looks t 15 years younger. Well, you know, I I don't know. Ray, do you mind if I tell him why you got all of this? Because he, he's been hired to be a Josh Brolin lookalike for the release of Dune. Okay. Okay. What is he doing? So, yeah. Is he like a... He's got his own still suit and everything he's going to be wearing. Is he... Are you actually doing like those uh, satellite interviews as, as Josh Brolin? Because you could. I've done a couple. <laughs> but, <yeah>. <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> oh they my goodness! And like, yeah, the the Asian market—they don't really, they can't tell. They just—they can't out. tell. We all look alike. <laughs> all right, listen. If you're watching now, please let us know in the chat that you're at least here, because otherwise we'll just we'll just kill this thing and go on Facetime and talk amongst ourselves. Yeah. Um, well, we've got six likes so far. What I love, that's fantastic. What I love is, Luis, uh, we have one comment. I have one comment. It says, uh, El Salgado, message retracted. So <laughs> we've only got one message, and it was retracted this, this evening. I'm, I have no doubt it was probably something about me and leaving the show. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, wait, Aaron can see this. Oh, man. But you know what? You don't have your prop. Usually, I just noticed that. Usually, have headphones on. That when you get ticked off, you take them and you slam them and you walk off the show. That's right. Because normally I have a different setup, but because my son is with me this weekend, I have a where I usually set up my camera is his bed and everything like that. So I'm just that's why I'm just going sharing the camera. I love it. I may I like put headphones this. on because there's like a crow convention right outside my window here. I hear it. Yeah, is that the Game of Thrones conference? Having never watched the show, I'll just say yes. There's something else, Ray. There's something else Aaron didn't watch. There's a couple things he hasn't watched, and I'm glad you're sitting down. Game of Thrones. Not piling it on, Aaron. I love you, man. Mm -hmm. He hasn't seen uh, Band of Brothers. 
Yeah, I have not. I said he hasn't seen. <laughs> Look at Ray; he's gonna start crying. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> that's like right up your alley. It is too. so Aaron. It's like Aaron. I could see Aaron's name in the credits, rolling a Band of Brothers. Oh yeah, Aaron. It'll be. Aaron will be like in tears five minutes into that show just because of how good it is. Like, yeah. it's totally your. It's his... I I have no doubt, and I've heard nothing but amazing things about Band of uh, Brothers, but um, I just I never gotten around to watching it. Game of Thrones, I have no interest in. I yeah. literally have no interest in watching. No, I did. Yeah, I I wouldn't peg you for that uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, fan. But can can I can I also uh, say this though, Aaron? I remember uh, a few years ago. We were having a, a chat conversation on texting back and forth, and I, I mentioned something to you about uh, getting started with Doctor Who, and you're like, "Yeah, I, I just don't want to get started with all that. I don't want to get started on that." Then I uh, I didn't talk to you for a while, and then I see you <laughs> cosplaying. Oh no! <laughs> the Night <nice> Doctor. <laughs> I mean, you literally said, yeah, I, I just don't want to get started with the whole Doctor Who thing. It doesn't seem like my thing. Or I wish I I, I wish I still had that conversation somewhere. But you, uh, you're like, no. And then I see, yeah, you're you're at your This is beautiful. Doctor. All right. So this let me, is beautiful. Let me say something. So and that's Doctor fine. Who, I'm just saying. No, 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 no. Doctor Who, Downton Abbey, and I forget what the other one was that people were telling me to watch. And I just like, I, I don't have time. So, um uh, Doctor Who, it was their 50th anniversary. Everybody's making such a big deal about it. I had a little bit of free time. I said, I'll watch the 50th anniversary movie. And I knew enough of the show from going to like, um, you know, nerd fan sites to know yeah. who was who, kind of get the idea. And I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like, oh, this was really fun. And I like Stephen Moffat's writing or whatever. But they had a, another uh, a TV movie they released called The Adventures of, in Space and Time, which was about the creation of Doctor Who, the actual show itself, mm -hmm. how it had a female producer and a, I believe a Pakistani uh, director. And just how like at the odds, the BBC was totally against him, but they went ahead and they made this show, which has lasted 50 years. And I was so moved by that thing. I said, well, maybe this is something that, if this could be good because A, it's on Amazon Prime. B, I don't know enough about it. So I can't say to my son like, this is Star Wars or this is Indiana Jones. This is stuff I know. We could discover it together. So we started with the 2005 reboot with Christopher Eccleston and I, <laughs> And I was hooked. I was just like, this is fun. I love what he's doing. So we we got all caught up. Fast forward to a couple years later, there's a San Francisco Comic Con. My son wants to go with his friends. They're all going to dress up. He's like, you have that black leather jacket. You should dress up like the ninth doctor because it's my favorite doctor. I was like, and I, you know, because I got the ears and everything. So I put it on and I'm nervous because I don't cosplay. I'm like, all, I'm like thinking they're going to judge, blah, blah, blah. We're going up the escalator and somebody goes, that's an awesome costume, man. And I'm thinking my son's got the shield and everything. And he goes, dad, guy's talking to you. And I turn around, there's a guy dressed like the 11th doctor. <laughs> so I get to the top of the escalator and there's all these Doctor Who people. And they're like, oh, let's all take a picture. And they're like, come here, come here. And I, so I was like, okay, they like, even if it's just put together, they still respect the fact that you, you did it. Like, I just thought it was such a really great experience and I loved it so much. And we got to meet Peter Capaldi that day, which was the, the coolest thing because he's just amazing. I got to hug him, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I, I really I, I ended up loving that show. And all Ray wants is is to get some credit for 
it's no no it's <laughs> funny like I, I never brought it up again but i i, like, I remember it was just like we were having i was like oh you should check out this i always you know i you guys always get texts from me like check out this show or check out this yeah and it's like years ago i said oh you know you should watch you should check out doctor who i've been we've been into it you know we've been watching it over Lucas was like real young. I think he was probably, uh, he's a little bit young. I think he's like a year younger than Edison. But at the time when I mentioned it, he, it was, he was a couple years younger. So I was like, you, you probably like it, Aaron. And I just remember like, yeah, I just just don't want to get it. And then I, I just thought, always thought that was, <laughs> you totally, I was like, oh, I love, I, I just love that you did get into it. And then you got like, obviously like you really like loved it. And and I'm I'm, I'm happy about that. So I thought that well, was I, So uh, Aaron, to you. So you're welcome, Aaron. You're welcome. Yeah, you were walking into the Doctor Who channel. I was just yes. when Aaron and I uh, got to reconnect. Um, he had told me he had watched all of Downton and just had loved it, and I was just so glad to hear that because that is such a great show. It's yeah, that was a show, show that I the first season I was just like, ugh, I hate these people. I hate who they <laughs> stand there, but but and then the, then I then I got towards the end of the first season, it's like. But what's going to happen to that person? What's that? And then I got, and then just was, I was hooked. That was it. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, oh, I need, to, fin- right I need to finish it. Like I said, I think I, I lasted like a season after, you know, the my guy died. And then <laughs> yeah. I just stopped watching it after that. Yeah. Uh, and I never, I didn't watch the movie or anything. But like I said, I enjoyed it. But like, that it's was just, my guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's still, he's such a great actor. It's such a, yeah. it's just such a. God, it's such a comfort food that show. It just feels so good to watch like these characters maneuver and in, in like these. It, it usually ends on with like uh, some gesture of goodwill or somebody comes together. Yeah. You know, it's not always about how bad can it get, but there's it just yeah. feels good. Like, and if you got to see the movie, did you guys get uh, Ray? You didn't see it, Aaron? Did you go see the movie? I did. Yeah. I, Wasn't I, it just more? Just I was a little disappointed. Yeah. But I will say this much: that opening five minutes was glorious. It was beautiful. It's like build welcome up back. to the reveal of Downton. It was yeah. like, oh, it's the music. The I will say the music of Downton Abbey is some of the best scoring I've heard in a long time. The the show itself, like it's just stunning. I yeah. think John Lunn might be the jump the, the gentleman who composed that, but uh, it's so good. I love it. Yeah, I, I have I have some friends that did vacations and. In England, and they went to like the actual place where they filmed it and stuff. And oh, wow. I, I, I don't know, they toured around that area, and they said it was really, really cool. That's awesome. I like when uh, <laughs> Greg was hooked with the Mister Pamuk drama. That was so. That was so uh, sensual. <laughs> um, yeah, I like when you uh, when they walk in and, and Matthew turned to Mary and said, "Hello there." Because that was just like that reminded me of Star Wars, which is what this show is supposed to be about. And now all of a sudden, are we still doing Dad? Wars? I can't. If anybody's is, is just any... tuning in, like randomly, they're they're he- running heading for Z Hills because it's like, <laughs> is yeah. There, is there any crossover? I, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, uh, it's got to connect. Who? Yes, it does. It does, and we figured this out recently. Um, our guy who was in the uh, Rise of Skywalker, who was the baddie, who kind of like you said grant yeah right. he, he was in downton for an episode or two or three oh was he yeah oh yeah yeah look him he's yeah. great yeah he's really good i'm trying to think if there's anybody else that's had like a small part that may have crossed richard up. E. i can't grant. really think of anybody yeah. else i just I, sure I think we were talking i think we were talking about richard e grant once recently aaron and i was like he has a face for he's been on downton i have no doubt i wasn't 
yeah. sure which episode or when or which character, but I'm like, he had to, he was on Downton. I looked it up. It's like, yeah, he was there. Yeah, he's fantastic. I want. I'd love to. Laura and I love that show. That's one of our favorite shows together. But I would love to just start that over if I ever had time again to watch it. But yeah. But for me, like, oh, sorry, I was gonna say we should do a, a Downton Wars. Downton. Oh, yes. Episode podcast. How about Downton Minute? Let's do Downton Minute. That'd be very niche. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Um. So we'll be right back. Speaking, you someone mentioned India a minute ago. It's probably Aaron. So I was watching. I got to hang out with Luis yesterday for a, a half a day or so. Like we had planned this a while ago, um, and another friend, Aman, was supposed to meet up with us, and that fell through. But Luis and I still got together, had a great time hanging out. Um, I brought over some uh, 3D printed blasters that I'm getting ready for cosplay slash Halloween. Um, nice. Yet to be. I'm not going to tell you what. What's happening? But here's a piece. This is a piece of this character's costume. And uh, if you can guess what it is, I'll send you a a two dollar uh, Amazon gift card. Um, so we hung out. It was Dollars. awesome. <laughs> it's all I can swing right now. Bob Frick. As soon as people start paying for this, paying in the super chat here, we'll be golden. But um, but it was fun. It was fun hanging out with him yesterday and. Um, there's no point to this story. Oh yes, we were watching Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. and I was chat. I was texting you and Matt Drum in the in our IG group, mm-hmm. and I think I left the impression, and I think I meant to do it, that I'd never seen Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark before. And I think Matt thinks I never saw it because he texted me this morning or today is like, "What would you think of the movie <laughs> Raiders?" <laughs> I was like, eh, that's kind of corny. I for a fact that you saw it, because we went to go see it on one of my last nights in New York before I moved out here Yeah, in the park. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I, I saw it when it actually saw it when it came out. I, had, I have a very clear memory of seeing Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, because the, the family that took me, it wasn't my parents. It was my little friend next door's parents. Um, we, we missed the entire. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop. We missed the boulder Little scene. Little friend next door. Well, I was only like eight years old, and he was like. But you made it sound like he was like a pygmy. <laughs> he kind of compared to me. He was. He was a little. Did you live near Fern Gully? What I don't understand. But he was what? six. He was like six. I was like he was seven. I was like nine. I think something okay. like that. I love it. Uh, but we went. We missed. We got there late because uh, I think his mom had to like do her hair up or whatever. So we missed the whole boulder scene. But his dad was so cool. He talked to the usher, and the usher he let usher let us stay and watch the boulder scene. Like he let us because he knew we missed something big. The dad did. Oh, nice. So I, the first time I saw it was kind of in a uh, Christopher Nolan order. Like <laughs> it's just, you know, it, is that first scene uh, crucial to the plot of the entire film? No, but it's crucial to the character. There you go. It's crucial it tells to- you everything you need to know about the character. Absolutely. Who he is, the, the kind of person he is, the lengths he will go to, and, um, and his hate, Harrison friggin' Ford. And he hates snakes. Just think I mean, if I had, uh, if I had, if the dad wasn't cool and let us stay for the boulder scene, I wouldn't have known who Alfred Molina was for like 25 more years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever, I don't know if I saw it in the theaters as a kid, but I, uh, I know I, when they did, 
when when I lived in, uh, over by Disney, mm-hmm. the downtown Disney movie theater, the AMC used to do like every like once or twice a month, they would do like uh, a midnight movie on the weekend that was like like, uh, classic. like Alien or Aliens, yeah. and they did uh, Raiders one time. So I actually got to see it in the on the big screen. Uh, you know, probably about maybe ten years ago. It's been a while That's now, awesome. but I did get to see it. Uh, yeah, you know, as, as an adult, I got to see it on the big screen, which is cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm glad. For some did. reason, when I first moved out here, it was I think because it was just about to come out on Blu-ray, so they re-released it in the theater. So I saw it like within a two-month period, like three times on the big screen. It was ridiculous, <laughs> and it was playing at the local theater, so I could literally just walk right up. All right, I'll go see it. And then a, a, about a year and a half later, it was playing again. And I wanted to wait until this guy behind me, this extra from um, casting, was old enough. So uh, <laughs> I took him to go see it in the, in the, on the big screen. I was like, for your first time, I want you to see it. That's awesome. You know? So, yeah, that was, that was great. And then there was a, there, uh, a theater in the city called the, it's the Castro Theater. And they do these amazing double features. And they had Raiders and Temple of Doom in one day. Oh, nice. Uh, our friends took Edison and their daughter. Um, actually, th- there was a web series that we shot, the kid who loved Indiana Jones, and she played little Marion. Uh, so they went together uh, to, to the movie, but I had to go to something else. So I missed Raiders, but I, I got there just in time for uh, Temple of Doom. Oh, that's fantastic. I'd yeah, like to so. see Temple of Doom again on the big screen. It's, uh, you know, the first time I saw it on the big screen, it was 84, but I, I just saw it once. And then I saw it years later in New York at the Ziegfeld. They, were, they had all three movies for like a week and a half or something or yeah. two weeks. And so I went, I have, I got out of work early one day and I was walking. I was like, I'm going to go see Temple of Doom. All right. <laughs> New so York. I saw Temple of Doom and I noticed so many things that I never noticed before because it's so big. Like, yeah. oh my God, look at the, you know, that. And if there, I always say this, this is the dumbest thing, but if I could ever time travel to a set, a Hollywood set, I would want to see the Temple of Doom because that thing looks incredible. Just the detail and the, and the scope of it is, is insane. Yeah. Um, yes, no. Yeah. The attention to detail on those, the sets on those indie movies and the, and Star Wars movies too, right? Yeah. All, all practical. No, no CGI. I mean, uh, I was carefully, uh, scrutinizing or just watching as, as Luis and I were hanging out and this was in his, his basement, which is just a shrine to like street art and pop culture. Just, you can just walk around his basement and just stare at things all day but we uh, had indy on and i paid particularly close attention to the scene just as soon as marion comes on screen the uh, drinking contest and then the the guys show up for the the medallion she's got it you know she's got it tucked away uh, around her neck she likes lights up a cigarette it's just so hollywood it's so cool it's so cool when the guys walk in what's the german character with the round glasses what's his name you know Toad. Yeah, when he walks in, there's like frost coming off of their jackets. It's like so Spielberg. It's just so Spielberg. The camera move, just the lens they he used, or uh, who the who's the uh, Michael Kahn is the uh, oh, the cinematographer yeah. Douglas Slocum. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean everything about it. I was just captivated, and I've seen that a hundred times. But it just struck me that yeah. man, oh man. I was watching it uh, a few years ago on on DVD before it came out on Blu-ray, and I just I put it in or whatever. And 
by the end of the movie, my face hurt. I couldn't figure out why. So I was smiling the entire movie. <laughs> I, love, I mean, it's my favorite movie of all time. Um, so yeah. it's just like, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's, I love that film so much. I, I, the one thing about that scene Justin was talking about is it's like the only time, you know, uh, Andy always has the, the revolver, I think, through like all the movies. But that's like the only scene where he has the revolver and then he, I think he switches over to the uh, the 45 automatic and like, yeah, there's like a, two shots of that. But I don't think you ever see that gun again and you don't know where it comes from or anything. But I don't remember. That's if you awesome. See that in any of the movies. Yeah. Did he pick it up from one of the soldiers that was in there? One of the heavies or whatever? I think I think he did. And, and it just through the editing, it was just like because they shot it so quickly. They wanted to shoot it like the old B pictures that they they, they might have missed something or. You know, they had to go get insert shots or whatever. But I, okay. but yeah, I do, I do remember noticing, like, wait, is that his gun? That's not. Now he's got his gun. Like, I'm so confused. But then you just go with it because you're like, yeah, I, that's the type of movie it's supposed to be. Oh so. wow, I'll have to go back. I didn't even. I never picked up. Yeah, on he that. switches from like a. He switches from like his revolver that he you know uses later on and stuff. And then for some reason, there's like two shots or something where he's he's got the uh, 1911 45 automatic, which is uh, uh. like a the, the original automatic pistol but it's kind of interesting i just always thought that was interesting and i think i've read like things on like oh andy carried two guns but he never used the other one or something like that i i, I think i saw something yeah. like online to try to explain it away but i don't know if it's canon or not but something um, else uh Luis and i observed about indy when you first see harrison ford it's indiana jones it's not anybody else but it's not han solo yeah. it's the two are so distinct, yet it's the same guy. And I kind of yeah. knocked on Tom Hanks for a second, and I was like, "Tom Hanks is generally Tom Hanks. He does he's he's morphed into many things, but there's something about him." But to me, Indy and Han are completely distinct and different than one another. Those two characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, how is that? Is that a testament to Harrison Ford's acting, or is it? Yeah. How he can change his appearance, like he does, it does. You know, I. I it's. Magic. I thought even the appearance. I like I said. I think it's just like the writing of the character, the just the create this the the way that character is. You instantly buy into him, and and it, he's yeah, he's a, just a totally different. It is. Yeah. I never really thought about, it, but yeah, it is a completely different character. It's, it's not yeah. like it's. It's yeah. like you you think those two are the same but yeah well yeah there's also isn't uh porkins in uh in indiana jones yeah major derling yeah yeah I, top men i always like when um in that scene when he like oh, he has that book that's like you know like a thousand page book and when he opens it up he opens it up to the exact page that he wants to in the first chapter. that's that's just the will of god right there about it <laughs> And then um, Luis brought up a good point. The, the the characters and their settings are so far removed from each other. So that's, yeah, that also yeah. helps. That also lends itself to. Um, the older I got, the more and the more I watched Raiders, the more I start to, started to appreciate Harrison Ford's performance in that movie. Uh, and just down to some of the like the more the comedic elements, his line delivery, his reaction to things. And uh, I think he's kind of pigeonholed as a lot of actors of his his financial stature are as movie stars yeah. and that's it they do one thing and that's it um but if you look at films like uh frantic or uh mosquito coast or witness or the 42 even 
more recently, you know, he's he's a really good actor. I think people forget that because they see Han Solo, they see Indiana Jones, they don't see the actor. And he and he does that. He has his head. He's got his mannerisms. All actors do. Yeah. You know, Tom Cruise has got him. Uh, uh, I think the only one who's who really kind of blends into their own thing is like Daniel Day Lewis and maybe Meryl Streep. You know, Tom, Tom you know, Cruise's uh, acting. Tom Cruise's actor's liability is that he always runs a lot. Runs. Yeah, Tom Cruise. <laughs> like we in want you to scene, do this, in this uh, scene. Can I can I run in this scene? Because I'm gonna yeah. run. No, you're you're paralyzed from the waist down. <laughs> Not in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a biography. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Greg uh, James. When you watch Raiders, you don't think Star Wars. Not no, at all. It's true. Other Even though the they're R2 both they're they're both you know grand you know adventures and with larger than life characters, but yeah, yeah. love them both. And they both I, I, and John Williams, you know Johnny Wills. I, I definitely have seen Raiders. For those movies more than I've than I've seen Star Wars movies. Like a, as a kid, we, I don't think we had Star Wars on on VHS, and we had all the uh, the Raiders movies on VHS. So I yeah. watched them like over and over and over. Like, uh, the the first two, and then when the third one came out, uh, they McDonald's used to have a thing where you could you could buy movies from McDonald's for like three dollars or something oh, yeah. like that. I remember that. And, I, yeah. and that's where I got the, as I, we had them like on, on taped off HBO, the first two, but then we bought, you know, I think I, I forgot what other movies I bought, but there's a few movies you can buy from McDonald's. Um, and uh, we got like all three Raiders. I, I made, my parents may still have those somewhere, but that's awesome. Um, but yeah, we watched those movies all the time. What kind kid. of, why were they selling movies at McDonald's? What kind of deal did they have going on? I'm going to turn some lights on. I'll be right back. Could you turn some lights on over there? I can't see you. Uh, you know what I'm finding out, Ray, is the more we talk and the more, I mean, the more all of us talk together, Matt, Aaron, you, me, I I feel like I'm like the odd man out in that I didn't gravitate toward indie like you guys have. And we're all the same kind of person, but not, but... Like you guys have, a, there's an affection that you guys have for Raiders that, and I even went, I went to Disney one year. I'm going to, before I was even working there, listen, I'm putting all the cards on the table here with my girlfriend at the time. We, she made a Marion costume from scratch because she had a, she got a degree um, in like costuming or, or wardrobe or fashion. And uh, I, I got a pretty st straight up uh, indie costume and I was thin and so we went to like Mickey's Halloween party at Disney as Marion and Indy. So I'm a fan. Listen, I'm a real fan. But you guys are on another level, especially you, Aaron, and Matt are like crazy Indiana Jones fans. Oh, I love like the first Raiders. And, and like I said, I watched Raiders and I watched like as a kid, those were two of the movies that we had that were taped off, you know. Before you bought videos, it was there taped off HBO. Yeah. And Raiders and um, the, the was like I'm just having a brain fart. I can't think of it. Uh, Temple of Doom, like are movies that we watch like all the time. Like yeah, you know, heavy rotation. Like I bad, think that's you know this the lines yeah. I just I I know those I, I don't know I just know them like in my sleep like the whole the whole thing the music when it, when I I can just listen to that the the music from the original yeah. like 
I just love it's just amazing. Like that soundtrack is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm there with you. I could I know this I know the score. I can hum along to it. And but Luis is calling me out, and that's then we're gonna move on because I've talked okay. about this too much. But I just want to say one real quick before we cut, move on, I just want to say one thing about my introduction to Raiders, but go ahead. Um he said I had some obje- objections to the score. So we're listening to it and we're watching it. And mm-hmm. um at some point I did say like is there a point or does this feel now to you or is there a point where this is going to feel dated? Because these movies are send ups of the movies that Spielberg and Coppola and, uh, and Lucas were watching when they were kids, right? These, these big adventure movies, mm-hmm. right? With those, with these triumphant scores, like does end, is it timeless? Is Indy timeless? Is Star Wars well, it, Star Wars is timeless because they keep making them, but indie they don't make yeah. as many, and it's not as ubiquitous in terms of oh, it's on TV every now. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. So it it's not being modernized so much. I mean, Here, here's the thing about those movies, though. I mean, they they definitely reflect the time that they were made in. They definitely reflect the movies that influenced them. Yeah. But people still watch them today for the first time, and have the same kind of emotions or reaction to it that we did when we saw it like that's that's a timeless movie yeah if someone who is so uh not jaded but uh, assaulted with cgi and oh, massive yeah. you know avengers endgame battle style you know whatever to see an actual man on an actual horse jumping to an actual truck and to go actually go underneath the truck there's punching no- actual nazis Punching actual, they they did a Craigslist. They didn't have Craigslist. They just wanted ad, wanted Nazis. Um, yeah, no, I think they're. I, I think they're. They're, they're timeless. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also timeless is because of the movies that tried to copy indie after it came out. Yep. You know, it oh, influenced man. so many that it's like it is timeless. Like even though. The people may not know what that was, you know, in homage to. Mm-hmm. They know the, you know, the mummy movies or, or this or that, you know, that has so that, many that came after. Yeah. That, you know, that they're like, oh, you know, that that's what that, that's what the, those movies. Tomb were Raider. Talk about by, the Tomb know, Raider game they, franchise. Yeah. I don't. I think I'm. I think I'm accurate in saying this. Greg James is a huge Alan Quartermain fan. <laughs> hey, hey, can we get to what? the news? That, can we get to the news? Go, that, Aaron, yeah. go. That first Alan Quartermain movie is is deliciously awful and fun, but the score is incredible by James uh, Gold, Jerry Goldsmith. Get out, really? It's a great score. Oh my god, I love that score so much. All right. Um, real quick, I just want to say before we go to the news. So I, as I've said on the show before, I grew up overseas, and we would come back to the states to visit family. So we had come back in 1981. I think it was around this time of the year. I think it was September. And I'd been reading in Time Magazine about, they had a whole spread about Raiders. Really excited to see it. But before I saw it, the PBS, I think, had a special of like great movie stunts and then the making of Raiders of Lost Ark. So I saw those before I saw the movie. So then I went and saw the film. So it was like, this is how they made all of these scenes. And then here's how it was all put together. And it was because of that one, two punch. I was like, I want to be a film director. There like that changed my life forever. The, the, right. the, awesome. Seeing the making and seeing the the final product. So that was it. Yeah. Was... Speaking of uh, 
connect with Greg James after the show. He wants to wants your um wants to know if you have a website. Maybe you can I, help connect you with somebody. Okay. It's there. Yeah. All right. Well, I just deleted it. Sorry. Oh, because I yeah, because uh, you know what? It's probably that Sergey spam thing he put in there. <laughs> no, it's I, it might. Is it still there? I don't, I don't see know. it. I don't see it in the chat. Minimum wage entertainment. All right. So, yeah. We'll connect. Anyway, let's news. Just, let's get to the, some news. We've already done the news intro. I'm not going to do another intro. Okay. I'm just getting the pay, news page set up for you guys. I'm going to tee this up. I already kind of revealed that we're going to be uh, talking about um, a George Lucas documentary. Did you know about this? No. I heard about it. I don't know much about it, though. All right. I'll just read a little excerpt here, and we can discuss. So Empire Strikes Back co-screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan is reportedly working on a documentary series about George Lucas and ILM. Um, yeah, we know when it was founded. We know what it stands for. Uh, since then, okay, yeah, ILM's been one of the leading figures in visual effects technology. We all know ILM. Thank you. We know what they've done. Lawrence Kasdan has a long storied history with George Lucas. Impressed with Kasdan's script for Raiders, Lucas brought him aboard to pen the script for Empire Strikes Back. What a one-two punch that was. Mm. Um, shortly after the death of original screenwriter Lee Brackett, mm. with uh, whom Kasdan shares a co writing title on the film. Uh, Kasdan would return to pen the script for Return of the Jedi in 83, and then he did Force Awakens also, right? Co-wrote. Yep. Um, it looks like a solo a Star Wars story as well. He did, yeah. So this is exciting. <laughs> I know you've probably, we've all seen little biographies or even read, I mean, I know there are uh, biographies out there of, George, but I would love to see just a really nicely done def definitive uh, autobiography, or sorry, not autobiography, but a, a, a documentary of, you know, and seeing maybe, maybe they uncover some never before seen like ILM, the dudes, you know, in the, uh, in the jeans <laughs> with the long beards, like putting the models together in the garage. <laughs> and how like, uh, the bell bottoms. How like big ILM is is to like what movie making is now. You know, like integral. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how they started like George started all the, you know, uh digital special effects basically, you know, like yeah. like like it wouldn't be what it is now. And uh if it wasn't for for ILM, like I I maybe it gets overlooked because people just think about him being Star Wars and, you know, and that kind of stuff, uh, yeah. creating Star Wars. But, you know, ILM is like, is huge. And, and just the way, the way movies are now, you know, like yeah. it, it wouldn't be what it is yeah. you know, without, without him or I maybe mean, a year behind, you know? Yeah. Stri strictly looking at just films and cinema or whatever, Lucas changed so much, not just films because Star Wars was, you know, coming out right after um, Jaws as far as summer blockbusters go, which summer was always a dead time for films, but Jaws changed it and Star Wars changed it even more. But Lucas was also interested in just having a better movie going experience, hence THX sound and hence, you know. Hence non, non yeah, nonlinear editing is thanks to George and wanting yeah, to get, absolutely. Uh, wanting oh, yeah, to I, get I, make I editing got, faster and easier and less uh, expensive. 
and yeah. um, Pixar spun off from from ILM from George the things he wanted to you know try out. Um, so there wouldn't be Pixar really in its current state without George really. I think that's fair I, I, to say. I remember hearing a thing. This is, I, I don't know if I read it like uh, Entertainment Weekly, like or wherever years ago when, when um, going back to Indiana Jones, the uh, Indiana Jones Chronicles, the TV show, mm-hmm. um, and they like you know it was a good show, it was a fun show, but like I guess I don't know if a lot of people don't realize like how much digital effects were in that show. Like like yeah, when, I remember reading like George. Uh, was talking about oh yeah like in this scene there's supposed to be 10 people walking in the background but he's like oh i just add those are all digital those aren't real actors those are digital we put them in you know and and they said he that's he did a lot of fooling around with stuff that would be you know was groundbreaking for the time but people didn't even realize because it was like an indiana jones show you know and no one really cared but you know a lot of that stuff was uh, tinkered with and and uh and developed during during the making of that show as well yeah you know, and uh show. and radio land murders was another one that they they did a lot of like cg computer stuff oh and, yeah. yeah yeah um real quick get back to the article there's some more good info here um so during an interview on score the podcast composer james newton howard revealed that he just finished scoring a documentary that lawrence kazan had been working on Howard revealed the documentary will be a six-part series focusing on George Lucas and ILM. So hmm. it's in the can. They already scored it. It's like ready to rock and Does roll. Does it say what it's going to be on? What, if um, it's... Yeah, what, what, what platform? Uh, of course, Disney Plus, huh? Oh, is it saying that? Oh, Disney could acquire the documentary okay. as it would fit their high profile. I guess they don't know yet. Um, there's no word yet on if George Lucas himself will appear. I bet he will. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet it, and I bet it will. Do you think it'll be on Disney Plus, or it could be like Apple Plus? It seems like it would be one or the other. I think it'll be Disney it. Plus, and I think also too, George will only appear like the video we show in the beginning of our show. Be walking by. Yeah. Oh, that's um, great. That's the, um, great. Uh, and a little known thing about I, or not little known, but a movie that I love that was. Uh, an ILM project was Rango. I think Rango is the only full, uh, the first and only uh, feature film that ILM did by like a animated feature film that ILM did. But it's such a good. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Rango yeah. is amazing. And uh, I guess Disney owns it now because doesn't Disney own ILM? Yeah. Wait, which one is Rango? Is that the lizard? The the Johnny yeah. Depp. Johnny Depp. It's oh so good. yeah. Ray, I feel like we watched that together, or we watched it at our apartment back in the day. Or I feel like, yeah, maybe it's such a good, I, like one of my favorite animated movies from the past uh, few years. It's so good, and it's just like on every level, like it's well written, it looks great, it's yeah. funny, it's the voice acting is great. Mm. But, um, it, it just got lost when I think, I think it came out like right before Disney acquired Lucasfilm and all that stuff, so it never. You know, it kind of got pushed away and, you know, kind of ignored um, and never got like a sequel or anything. Because I think it did pretty good in the in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. It was also supposed to be one. It was like one of a four part series. Yeah, I don't know. Because there was supposed to be there was Rango and there was going to be a John and a Paul and a George movie. Get and they out. Dad jokes for Dad Wars. Bad feeling about this. <laughs> 
Um, real quick, ah, Air, and I should have brought this up as part of the news, but uh, um, Greg James mentioned that um, Mando won an Emmy, and I think they won eight Emmys actually. Speaking mm, of I, speaking of ILM, like, if, if if anyone was keeping track of uh, the Emmys, what's going on with with that? I was thinking about that. Are they not? Oh, were they nominated for eight? Did I say they won? They're nominated for eight. Yeah, I also agree with Greg's statement. Yes, stunt performance should be an Oscar category. It should have been for years. Yeah, for as years. Well as for years. For years. Yeah, stunt performing. It should be stunt like the stunt coordinating, all that stuff. Like if they can have like a, you know, for audio and audio editing and, and all that stuff and, and makeup. Like why can't they have like a stunt coordinator? Uh, you know, or your stunt actor or, you know, whatever, you know, it, they totally deserve it. It's a huge Absolutely. part of it. Do you guys, I know we were talking about the books of uh, J.W. Rinsler a few weeks ago. Do you guys run out and grab those art of books when they come out, Aaron? Um, there's a couple that I have gotten. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> I've gotten Solo and I've gotten Rogue One, but I didn't. Uh, Edison has the, uh... hey, Edison. Yes. You have the art of. Force Awakens? Yes. And what else? Last Jedi? Uh, I have The Mandalorian. Mandalorian, okay. Uh, Clone Wars. Okay. Oh, wow. That's all the Star Wars stuff. I have the Marvel stuff as well. Okay, yeah. So he's got Art of... You heard that. Yeah, Mandalorian. yeah. That's Clone impressive. Wars. Well, check it out. The Art of The Mandalorian Season 2 is coming. That's pretty cool. Mm. I love all the the art that they show post credit or in the credit sequences, right? Those are, that's always so cool. Um, just thought I'd throw that your way because Christmas is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you see, they're How's making that money. They're making figures uh, based on the art, the concept art, um, called the Credit Collection. Boy, that huh. sounds like something you'd run away from. Um, let me see. Hold on. You guys talk amongst yourself. I'll show you one of them. Hold on. Okay. He's already bought three. And then they say that this, if they're doing Mandalorian season three, it's going to be the last of it, I think. Or is that just a, I did that read that somewhere. I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but I would yeah. be okay with that. I would be okay if they it ended and then maybe they came back with a, like a movie or something in a few years. So, mm -hmm. So I got this a while ago. Just I was picking up Mando stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys can see that in the. But it's mm -hmm. kind of like they kind of amp up the colors a little bit, and it's based off the paintings that you see, the concept art. But this is oh, like the cool. first one, and look, I bought it, and it the card came bent. I don't. I usually rip them right out, but this one I liked, so I just kept in there. But it comes with like a little, uh, like a little credit there, like a little, you know. <laughs> I guess that's a galactic or a imperial credit. But now I'm seeing like they're coming out of like Grief Karga and they're coming out with the Mando in the modern, you know, his modern um, armor. But they're calling him like credit something. They didn't brand that this one that way, but that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Did Did you yeah. see they have like a, a – I, I just – you just made me think of merchandise stuff. Did you see they have like a coffee mug that's a wrecker? It's like Wrecker's helmet, oh, cool. coffee. It's so <laughs> awesome. I, I pre-ordered all the Bad Batch characters, like the moment they were announced, and I got two of them, and three of them haven't shown up yet. What's happening? Anybody know what's happening with my pre-orders? Like, 
didn't you say you saw the wrecker one on the shelf, Ray? And it was like $38 or something. Or was that a picture? Somebody, hey. somebody sent me that a picture. Yeah, I did. That. Yeah, I saw that. So you saw it in the store. I had two. There were two of them. I had them in my hands, and I'm like, "That's I'm crazy expensive for the for black figures." Money, yeah, for so where? Then I got to get the other ones. So yeah, so where are my figures? If they're out on the sh store shelves, I pre-ordered them. This is an outrage. I'm out. Yeah, Look I, at me. Look at me. I'm I, just beside myself right now. You need to calm down, Justin. <laughs> we're doing a show. Take like easy. That. Deep breaths. <laughs> Look so at me. I'm all worked up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh. What's the deal with our record, man? Hey, what's the story with our chicken, man? Have the eggs had yeah, a chance to hatch yet? Well, maybe you can go check on it for me, my friend, if it's not too much trouble for you. All right, I'm sorry to put you out. Yeah. See the attitude? I don't drink, I don't drink coffee, but it may, may need to get okay, that record. Like hysterical. Uh, mug. It looks really, we, it's, it's really cute about? looking. It's really cool. Now, and another thing I saw, it's. I've seen little things popping up online. There's a, a a costume that you can get that's it's it's a inflatable costume that's Han Solo on carbonite, and I guess you just walk around. <laughs> <It's>, really? <laughs> yeah. God. It, I don't. I'm, I know if you guys have seen it, but I didn't click on it to see the full thing. But I just saw Han Solo and carbonite inflatable costume. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> Wait a minute. Funny. I'm gonna have to look this up. Bear with me. I got a bad feeling about this. Let's start up a new one. All right. Um, Han Carbonite Costume Blow Up Inflatable, I should have said, huh? 60 bucks. I'm in. Huh. <laughs> Give me a. Oh, God. Business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> How awesome is that? My God! And you put your little hands through. <laughs> oh, that's wild! Oh, what do they? What do they so think of? Is this? it Han's face or is it your face? Is it's, it a mask? What? It's probably a mask. Yeah. Oh, brother! You, you can see the, the guy's jowls it. in there. Oh, it gets the closer you get, the worse it looks. You know the girls would love it if they if you got that. Here's a Is fun it, it fact. Looks like, it looks a little like a Sloth from Goonies. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. So the Green Army Man uh, costume. That's what I was thinking of. It looks like that. As soon as you said that. At Disney, um, Aaron, when you put on the Green Army Man costume, it's kind of like it's like uh, vinyl. It's plastic. It's breathable. From a distance, it just looks like, you know, Green Army Man, but just life-size. And so the, the mask underneath, so you don't have the mesh, so it's all generic faces. It's like a, it's like a, you know, a Halloween mask that you, has like the elastic in the back, but it's very durable, and it's a mold of Harrison Ford's face. Huh. Aaron, Ray, why is that? I don't think I ever even asked anybody about that. What is that I, about? I, I, I think I heard somewhere that they had that Harrison Ford did a, a mold for Disney for something, and they just used it for that because he has like a big. His his nose is very like pronounced or defined, and so yeah. when you put it on, it, it, it you can see like features, but you know, and it would be different because everybody has like you know, you just put the mask on, you wouldn't notice it. With that, it, get, it gives like a like a shape to the face a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a uh, for years at work, whenever people would be doing Green Army Man, they would you know they would put on this mesh Harrison Ford you know death mask. Basically. Oh my god, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so it was really neat. There's like hundreds of those at Disney, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. It was, it was one of those weird little things, right? Like, oh, that's Harrison Ford's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people don't know that's underneath that little that little cloth mask is Harrison Ford. We're gonna get sued by Disney. We're gonna get shut down. Probably. Greg's probably gonna rat us out. He's. He's Classic Greg. <laughs> That's so Greg. You James. weren't wire, Greg. He's. Um, did you say we had voicemails? <sighs> yeah, we did. I'm so glad you uh, reminded me. See what happens. We go on these tangents. And I totally forget. So, we got a bunch of. I, I you know, I threw our number out there re- recently just to see if there was any interest, and we actually got some feedback. Um. I'm going to play them for you guys. I've, you guys haven't heard these yet. I just I aggregated a few of them that I thought were more interesting. Um, right. Let me just uh, see if these will play for us. Let me know if you guys can hear these okay. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, hello, Dad Wars. Yeah, hello, my name's Mick. And uh, I'm calling because I just want to know when you guys are going to get around to talking about Chancellor Valorum. I think he's like a really underrated guy and I think you guys could do a really good job talking about Valorum. I think he's got a lot to say about, you know, Star Wars and, and the galaxy and all that stuff. Yeah, if you guys could do that, that'd be great. Thanks. Alright, cheers. I'm sorry, wait. He wants us to talk about Chancellor Valorum? He says Valorum has a lot to say. Is he being funny? Because Valorum, Terrence Stamp, one of the greatest actors of this in the last century, was cast in this role and had like two lines in uh in uh the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, uh, maybe we need to I don't know if he was being I don't know if this guy's taking the I don't know if he's uh messing with this or not, but let's see here. So he was like he oh. was like Justin Thoreau before Justin Thoreau. Yeah, there's always going to be that character that you fall in love with or or that you that that casting that you fall in love with and then you see the character and they're not in the movie and it breaks your heart the Terrence Stamp thing was really I, just very upsetting yeah <laughs> but for you right Ray Justin Thoreau you thought like alright this guy is gonna be yeah, well yeah the, the, I, 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 I love him he's a misdirect I, I, I think it was like when that when his show was on HBO uh, uh, I can't The Leftovers The Leftovers I like it's such a good show and then like, oh, man, Justin Thoreau's going to be – and I've been a fan of him for, like, a long time, you know, uh, you know, going way back. And and it just was a, such a wasted <laughs> – I feel like he was just wasted in the movie. He was barely yeah. – he had, like, a line or two. So in that – kind of like Captain Phasma. Yeah, similarly, Boba Fett, you think it's a wasted opportunity, right? He's the coolest character you've ever seen. Uh, I mean – that's just me talking out loud. But uh, then he just gets he gets wiped out in the beginning of Return of the Jedi, and then Captain Phasma kind of never delivers, never gets the opportunity. Yeah. Is and is that a thing? Like in Zam Wessel in uh, Attack of the Clones, like the hype for her was pretty high, and saw a lot of promotion, a lot of in the figures for her, and then she doesn't last very long. And these these cool characters that you just get a glimpse of, and they're gone. And uh, I think I think Boba Fett, they like. They didn't even know Boba Fett was just like, oh, he's a character that was no one cared about when they were making the movie, probably. But then it became like, I mean, by the time, yeah, by the time Return of the Jedi came out, people were probably dying to see him. Like, I, I don't remember. I didn't make that connection. I, I, I wasn't that with it where I was like, oh, I I hope he comes back. I just, you know. 
they they should have known for Return of the Jedi what they had, and they didn't really you know, like I said, like you yeah. said, they killed him off like right away. But yeah. like you know, fat you know Captain Phasma or however you say your name. Yeah, she, you got it. They they made like a big oh it's you know the girl from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is a big thing. You know she's going to be in the movies. It's big casting. Whale Rider, Keisha Castle, Castle Hughes, she was going to be the queen of Naboo in Revenge of the Sith, and she takes she's in it for literally four seconds. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like a lot of it is like is maybe these parts aren't really supposed to be for actors that big, but because it's Star Wars, yeah, exactly. People are like, oh, I'll do it, even if it's a line, you know, I'll do it just to be in Star Wars, and so like a normal movie. You know, the, maybe Phasma would have been the same thing, or you know, the 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 Queen of the Boo would have been like just a, a random actress. But because it's Star Wars, they're able to get people to, to yeah. come in. Oh, and Star do Wars, like yeah, I'll be it. Work, you know, that yeah. wouldn't. Daniel Craig's wearing wearing a stormtrooper helmet. For That's God's right. Sake. Yeah, just to be yeah, just to she be in the movie me. for a minute, just so we can say he was in Star Wars. You know, so it's I think that probably maybe, but then I feel like Phasma has like. I feel like she probably has like a whole storyline that's on the cutting room floor somewhere that we don't know, you know? Maybe. Well, I know there was a book. I mean, if Brock was here, he could probably inform us a little bit more about it. But I, mean, I think there was a book about her. You know, my favorite oh, yeah. Boba Fett line that they cut. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard the lines. Uh, the Polynesian spot. I'm a simple <laughs> man making his way through the galaxy. Like my father before me. Okay. Come on, New Zealand. Try something new. All right. I've got a couple more so, voicemails. Ready? We have more? There's more. There's more. Hold on. Jeez. Hold on your okay. hats. Hi, my name is Steven, and I'm calling from the Cancel Crusaders. Uh, we are uh, very alarmed by your show and what you have created uh, to make an exclusive home for dads that are Star Wars fans, and no one else is such an insult to uh, everyone that loves Star Wars. And I just want you to know that the Cancel Crusaders are coming for you. Uh, unless you change your policy of it being a dads-only show, we will have your head. Okay? I also am a huge fan of Uncle Rick. I like it when he calls in. <laughs> what the hell was that i knew they were coming for us man i've told you this whole time that we've been putting this show together that someone was gonna we were gonna get canceled for something but so we're be, not only about dads no that's the whole premise it's a it's a community it's a family-friendly community of star wars fans i've never said this is just for dads why would we cut out half of our potential audience oh my god we are gonna have some dad uh, some mom wars on here at some point yeah um yeah there's some interest right. <laughs> uh yeah so let's get to this third that that guy i love it i'm hanging on to that one i would call that guy his name was steven like call him cancel steve or something like that uh, <laughs> Ansel steve let's yeah. see i've got one more i pulled these are just like the most interesting ones i just wanted to get your take on them Wait, hold on, let me rewind that. Uh, what was that? My name hold is on. Nigel Carruthers, and I played um, an Imperial officer in one of the Star Wars movies, and I would love to come onto your show to talk about my time on the, in the movie. Uh, 
Pretty tall seat. He's <laughs> like 98 years old. how David Promise and I became very good friends. <laughs> oh, oh, I look forward to hearing from you soon. All right. This one, I really, I liked that one. It was a positive. Uh, it's also someone who's worked on a Star Wars movie, so we have, like, our first real Star Wars connection there. If if these are even legit, I don't know. People are probably messing with us at this point, but um, what'd you think? We, we can I be IMDB the guy. Like, he... Uh, he was an Imperial officer in the new in the original trilogy in A New Hope, I believe. So, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> okay. Speaking of, yeah, um, yeah, like I said, I was announcing earlier our our first super international super fan, Sergey, will be calling in a in a little bit. Well, to, is, uh, is he international or is he? I thought he was from Kansas City. I, that that accent is not Midwestern, man. I don't know. I don't. Well, know. you know, they have like maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he could have been his. Maybe his parents were maybe his first generation want, American. Maybe his assume, parents. You know, they could have like the uh, the the a, a certain section of Kansas City where people talk that way. You know, you never know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like in in like Queens, New York. There's pockets where it's very steeped yeah. in a particular culture, and yeah, like he could be in one of those little areas in Kansas City where they don't you know, maybe intermingle so much with other cultures. And so he's got some kind of an accent, but um, regardless, the guy is a real interesting, interesting guy. Yeah. We'll have and, to ask uh, him if he's a, if he's a chiefs fan, if he, Oh yeah. He maybe he watches the, the, the chiefs are playing right now. So maybe I wonder if he'll be, he might not be listening because the chiefs are, are on uh, Sunday night football right now. So maybe he's not even going to be around. Oh yeah. Football sports. This is a tough night to be uh live streaming. Because there's a lot of other good things on Sunday night. We might have yeah. to start moving this to another night, guys. I was just now thinking about that. I'm just now literally thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and Tuesday Sundays. nights are great for dad wars. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So, Must okay. Tuesday. So we had a guy wanted Chancellor Valorum. Yeah. It's we, we had a guy wanting to cancel us. Yeah. At least we're getting some recognition. Yeah. I mean, we have like, you know, we have three people watching, so maybe he has canceled us. <laughs> Good job, Steve. Good on you. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks, oh cancel Steve. We'll blame it on him. Yeah. I need to. Uh, it's all right. It's I need to right. step away for a minute. Look at Bob. Take care of. I got to help my son with something. All right. Good. Be. This is what Dad Wars is all about. We. This isn't. You know. We. We. Our code is the kids first, right? And then Edison, yeah. we're here for you, brother. We're here for you, young man. Yeah. And we'll, right, let me go help him, and I'll be we'll back. We'll do in a our minute. thing. Yeah, right. we'll. All right, come back when we'll be going to be here for a little while longer. So yeah, first or second, you know, first or second, kids. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Kids are first. Right. <laughs> Where kids are first or second. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Edison. Kanji. That, yeah. That kid in the background seems very cool. Hmm, I think I know who Kanji is. <laughs> Kanji is the kid in the background. There is like a, uh, uh, I actually, I, I want to, if I can, if I know somebody that has a, a 3D printer, you can get like plans for a IG-88, like full size head. Oh, awesome. For like 20 bucks off of, you know, someone made, ma mapped it out and stuff, but you have to get someone to print it up and paint it and stuff, yeah. but it looks, 
I love I love the IG robot, so I really I really want that. You should get it, yeah. If the uh, I know I you know I'm on Etsy all the time, just just looking around mostly, but um, I've seen I've seen uh, lots of 3D prints of Star Wars stuff, and I think that you'd be able to find that there. But yeah, you'd have to paint it and stuff. Yeah, I saw I've saw I've seen it on Etsy. It's like yeah, it's I think it's just the it's like twenty bucks just for the just for the OBJ file the, or the 3D file the file for the yeah to get it printed up. But it looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like and it's like oh I want that, that but I, be... I have to get some of the paint. I don't know if I if I'd be able to. That's the thing. Uh, like yeah, my buddy Bill, he's helping me with the Bocatan. He showed me how to. He actually came over one night months ago. Months and months ago, and we were like, we got some primer filler, and we're sanding all the 3D print lines off of it, get it nice and smooth. Then you do, you just keep doing that and doing that methodically. But then we're gonna have to get into painting and dry brushing and stuff, and that's where he's like really good at painting miniatures, like exceptional. Yeah, it's the Star Wars miniatures, the dioramas, I, like he's fantastic at that. So, but I'm gonna try my hand at the other blaster that I got um, for this year's Halloween costume. I have a couple of friends that, that do like, you know, like props work and stuff like that. So I could yeah. probably get someone. Oh yeah, you should. I wish I had time. I, I could do it. I know I could do it. I'm a decent painter, um, you know, an illustrator, but I just, like there's some technique to it that you need to learn. And I just ha- had time. Like I barely have time to put Lego sets together. <laughs> What's that? You know, we we're talking about like Porkins being in, um, being in Star Wars, Indeed. he was in Rangers of the Lost Ark. He was also in Batman, wasn't he? Eckhart. Eckhart. Yeah. Yeah, he was. What a what a dude. Yeah. I wonder what else that guy. It, and isn't it isn't uh it, the, the the Bruce Wayne's dad that gets killed and Batman is also someone in Star Wars, I thought. Is Batman eighty that... nine? Yeah, I can't remember. I thought he may have been like a character in Star Wars when, like, when they show him in the flashbacks, getting you know shot and stuff real quick. But, but I, I may be wrong on that. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. But I would yeah, be I great. What, oh, go ahead. I wonder what Porkins is doing now. I mean, like, what else has he done? <laughs> is, oh, is he still around? I don't even see him in much since Batman. Is he still around? Yeah, we should get him on the show. I Do love you know that. what his he has a full name. He's a middle name. His name's Jack Porkins, but his middle name is Tono. Or oh. Jack Tono Porkins, nicknamed Piggy. He was a male <laughs> human. That's in the Wikipedia. His nickname was Piggy, as if Porkins wasn't already enough. Yeah. He was a male human trader and pilot from uh, Bestine 4. Not Bespin, but Bestin. He decided to ban- abandon his home world. Did Porkins die? Why did Jack Porkins die? <laughs> really messed some people up. Oh no, but the real guy. Oh, the actor. I thought they were talking about the the oh, the pilot. Well, he died because he was attacking the Death Star. But the actual actor died at age fifty-seven of pancreatic cancer. He was young. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, I was wondering. Maybe I wonder if that happened not long after Batman or something. That's why we haven't seen him. But I was he, always. I was wondering what happened to Porkins. Uh, that's sad. Oh man, that is a. Bummer. Whenever they would show Porkins on the screen, though, he was always like moving around more than any other. It was always seemed like his ship was like, <laughs> yeah. wobbling. It'd be like everybody else would be perfectly still, and then they. This like, is really they really Porkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish, 
I wish we knew his the actor's name. Uh, if only there was a, if only there was a place where you go find actors. On a, that had showed all their movies. Uh, William Hootkins. Um, I have to go look him up on IMDb later. So listen to his quote. A lot of actors dream of being involved with um, a film at the end of their career that inspires people and makes a lot of people happy. I got to start my career with that. So was Jack Porkins like his first? Maybe. Whoa, that's wild. I mean, and then he got, like I said, he got to be in Indiana Jones. He was I mean, in he Batman. Was in some big. It's in like three big, huge you know, movies, you know, Indiana Jones, Batman, Star Wars, those are like three of my favorites, you know. Yeah. The, the 1989 Batman is also one of my favorite movies of all time. So good. And I told you I was like arguing with some strangers about how great it was and how impactful it was um, a few months back right. on some other channel where these people are just really piling on. Like, what? Are they all like super Nolan fans? I think. Think? Well, then there were people ripping on Nolan too. I don't think they just—I just don't think they like Batman. <laughs> like, well, it, I and I—I I like the Nolan films, but you know, they're not. People like talking about like they're perfect, but they're not really. I just—I like, haven't revisited them in a while. Like, like I—I—I I, I like the first one. It's all right. Um, Batman Begins is good. Uh. Probably the best of the three, I think, is is the Dark Knight. Yeah, I think so. I but then again, the Dark Knight, this the the last the last act is really beat to me. Hold on a second. That might be our Wow, that was a lot going on there. This might be our guy, our special guest for the evening. Hello, this is Dad Wars. You are live on Dad Wars on YouTube. Who's this? Yes, is this a little insecure? I mean, I I think so. I don't think it's, yeah, I don't think anybody's listening in on this. Is this Sergey? Yes, this is Sergey. I'm calling. Fantastic, fantastic. Sergey, we're so excited to have you. Let me, I actually created a, a, hold on one second. Let me just get you on screen here. Um, let's see. Let's see, let's see. Where's Sergey? There he is. Sergey, welcome. Sergey, do you have Thank some? You, he's got some music playing in the background. It sounds I like, like that. Well, it is Sunday night for Sunday party night, so let's you play music for party time. That's fantastic. Yeah, I usually party in like Friday or Saturday, but Sunday I got to go back to work Monday, so it's usually. Well, who am I kidding? I haven't partied in years. This is great, Sergey. Thank you. Really sounds like you're cutting loose tonight. Hold on, I better... I'm, I'm going a little crazy tonight. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sergey, I'm going to... I'm going to bring this your music down, if that's okay. Just, I don't want to get a copyright strike. Uh, wow, no, it's please, really I just... Don't want... Yeah. I love it. Very Ray, do you hear time. this? I like it. Yeah, we're totally getting a copyright strike, but it's so worth it right now. Right, but it makes you want to get up and boogie. And dance, it really does. I, yeah. I, what I like to do on Sunday nights, which we used to do where I'm from, every Sunday night, because on Monday you go back to work, right? You have yeah. to go and do your thing. Everybody for a long time was so sad. I don't want to work. I like to have time to myself. So we would celebrate 
the time we had together every Sunday night would play music and we would dance until the sun would rise and then everybody would go to work on Monday and do a horrible job. But <laughs> Sunday night was fun. Yeah. Sunday night we had lots of fun. I can imagine like just someone just showing up at the wheat field and just like getting mauled by the thresher just from Why do you, why do you assume there's wheat field? I don't know. I just imagine I, sorry, that's just in my mind. I don't know what the, what the industry was where you were growing up or anything, but um Right. No, it was coal factory, but, but oh, okay. you you, <laughs> right. you you have even more you have hazardous. Vision in your head. Even more hazardous. Yes. Yeah, sorry I've been uh What's the word? Presumptuous there. It's really great to have you. Thank you so much. Whatever you did to uh, eliminate uh, our spammer issue we were having that that week, that really, um, it was really disheartening. We were trying to put on a great, you know, Star Wars show for our our friends and fans and family. And uh, and then we got inundated with horrible vitriol and the, the messages coming through in the spam and we couldn't. Get on top they of won't bother you anymore. You have no more problems. They they're gone. Don't worry about that. Okay. Uh, this I do have to ask you though. This uh, I listened before. You hit uh, people called in. There was one person called in, Steve. <laughs> oh yeah, Steve was uh, this guy. Yeah, he does not like us. Yeah. He does not. Okay, like did us. he leave information how to get hold of him? I have his. Yeah, I do have his number. Uh, you should give that to me. You should give me that information. <laughs> Ray, you should just do it. Okay. All right. Do I, it. Give me his information. Okay. Give I, me his information. Okay. All right. All Don't right. stop. No. Give me his information. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Adam. All right. I will. I'll get that to you. you. Yeah. Yeah. Because this guy's. Yeah. That guy could be bad for our show. Like he's trying to get us. Canceled. He won't be. He won't give. No. There will be no problem. Cancel this Steve. Steve. He'll, he'll have a nice vacation in the uh, Palm Beach. <laughs> Florida's lovely. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, it, it, it some, for some people, yes, it can be. Oh, my gosh. So let me ask you this, Sergey. You actually approached me and said you were inspired by a top 10 that we did a few weeks ago, and you you wanted – we decided that uh, we'd have you come on and you would offer up your top five uh, A New Hope quotes, like just to give us an idea of what it's like from an international – uh, viewers' perspective of watching an American film, classic Star Wars. So yes, yeah. I've, so I've, yes, I I got the uh, clips. Thank you for sending those. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch them yet. I saw that you put them in numerical order, or whoever you had do that for you. But uh, I appreciate that. Well, really... I don't. I work alone. Okay. So don't worry. I, I handle all business, and for me, it's if you're not if you are not. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, thorough, like Justin Thoreau. If you're not thorough, then you cannot do a good job. You have to have every everything has to be checked uh, in triplets. And that is how, where I'm from, in my village, there is a saying. And the saying is this. You cannot put on the pants of your neighbor because they may not fit. And they'll be too snug where your rocks lay. <laughs> I My think you goodness. understand what this means. You understand yeah. what this means, yes? yeah? Yeah. Oh, so that's yeah. why you have to always have to always be um, on top of your uh, what you're doing. I yeah, so, I yes. totally get it. We always get words of wisdom from you. I really appreciate that. That's been very helpful for me, especially like uh, you. You gave us some kind of um, a saying from last time you were on. That was mm-hmm. effectively just 
you you have to try. You just cannot. You have just, to try. Yeah. Yes. And it was aim your rifle. Aim your rifle. Aim that's the, right. Aim that rifle. Yes. Yeah. Hit something. Don't Hit. not try. Basically, yes. shoot. Yeah, shoot anything that moves, and consider that a victory. I guess right. So. You you miss all the prisoners you don't shoot at. You basically. miss all the prisoners you don't shoot at. That is a very American way of looking at it. Yes, I love it. I love it. Right. So, do right. you mind? Can we bring you over to let's get the uh, let's get these top five going? Let's see if we can get this. Yes, going. I have very limited time because okay. I'm I have to I'm moving I'm packing so I have to. Oh I wow! Have to, yes, I have to okay. move. All right. Do you where can you say where you're going or we just? Uh, Are you leaving Kansas City? Yes, I'm leaving Overland Park, and I'm going to, um, let me see, where am I this week? I'm going to be in Minnesota, and then I will be going to New Mexico. Wow. <laughs> That's quite a, a trip there. Yes. Minnesota, New Mexico. I'm trying to think of the connection. I know Sergey can't really go into detail about his work. Right. But, um, so Sergey, what's yes. funny? I got what? I got this all set up for a top five, and I noticed you sent like seven clips. So there's like a, it should be like a top seven. That's interesting. Did you... Depending, I didn't know. You know, maybe you you don't want to do this, or you have no time, or you're like you, you don't want. To, you know, whatever. I'm here to talk top five. So let's. I'm ready. Let's to do go. it. Let's do, this. let's do the top. Yes. Let's Play do the, the first clip. All right. Here we go. Let's go. All right, I'm gonna. I'm just seeing the scenes. I'm gonna try by these first frames. I'm gonna try to guess what. Uh, I I can't guess what what your favorite quote is from this. Let's hear. All right, fine. Let's go. <laughs> I think yes. the, the clip just the clip stop must have stopped midway. Hold on, I'm no, gonna play is, that. that is that that is the clip. Hold on. Okay, all right, fine. Let's go. <laughs> Sergey, yes, this uh, yeah, this is a top five favorite quotes of of A New Hope. Yes, yes, yes it's very. Well, this is very uh, important <laughs> quote that he says here. Okay, all right. Are we talking, are there we are two. There okay. are two things that in this clip. First, the little uh, brown wizard creature, right? <laughs> Yeah, he, he says he, he speaks language. He speaks his language, right? Yeah, and he says something, but you can almost listen if you listen very closely, like you listen to a mouse whisper to you at night, telling you to kill your neighbor. If it, the little wizard, brown wizard, alien says <laughs> something that sounds like he's saying it's a robot, right? If you listen closely, it's a robot. Listen to him. Say okay. it. Play it again. All right, play it one more time. This is amazing. Hold on. Right there. Okay, all right, fine. Well, it's a robot. I hear it. Oh, my God. Right. So for a moment, yeah. you feel like you're fluent in little brown wizard alien language. <laughs> it's amazing. The second thing is, listen to what um, Papa Owen said. Okay. okay. All right, fine. Let's go. All right, fine, let's go. Right. What is more inspirational than that? All right, fine, let's go. Let's start the journey. And that is where it oh begins right God. there. That is so much um, oh, a, wow. like power in what he does there. And at the moment, he's, he's about to push little baby Luke girl into 
uh, the the galaxy to his future. Like that's so much happens there. This I is love incredible. So I, I this is a revelation for me. I've seen this movie a thousand times, and I thought that was always a throwaway exchange. I didn't think that. I thought that was just like, uh, you know, they're just. I thought that was not crucial, but it's so crucial to the story. Now that you mention it, like when you put it like that, all right. All right, this yes. is so. This now I'm very intrigued. Okay. All right, let's All right. move to this next one. All okay, right. go. Here this is go. good. You'll like this one. All right. The Rebel Alliance is too well equipped. They're more dangerous than you realize. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay, hold on. Let me play one more time. But I'm, I'm, I might be oh. missing something. Hold on. The Rebel Alliance is too well equipped. They're more dangerous than you realize. Wow. I'd like the guy's delivery, but I don't know. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, but do you understand what he's saying here, right? Yeah, I mean, he's okay, it's look, a warning, yeah. Yes, but in my village, we have saying, right? If the bicycle has no seat, you will have a painful ride. <laughs> but if the bicycle has one wheel, maybe ride is not so bad. I think you understand what this means. Yes, you know. The you first... understand what this means. <laughs> so what he's saying here is like the first part I got. We ha- there's what the word that comes to mind, which is one of the first American words I learned when I came to the country. Caution. Okay. That is what he's telling. Yeah. Caution. Okay. Very important for life. You must. You yes. You shoot at the prisoners, but you also have to have caution sometimes. Okay. And that is what he's trying to tell uh, the other men. He's talking to who looks like he may or may not have joined it. That he, he, you have caution, <laughs> okay. Also, because maybe you have joined it, caution, see a doctor, get uh, medical advice, yeah. But but it may not be about the jaundice. that may be me uh, connecting the, the blanks. I, I think you are what I'm seeing here is you are a master of subtext, like you're picking up things that. Someone like me, who's, yeah, that's incredible. All right, let's keep going. Wow. This is such an education. All right, here we go. Oh, I love this scene. This is the hangar scene from... Mm-hmm. Is go. it very good here? Unlock. One, five, seven, and nine. Release charge. Three, one, six. I, I don't think I even heard any dialogue there. Hold on. Let's see. Wait, I was that are you wait, are, the quote that you that you really like is uh someone coming in over the the loudspeaker, the PA, is that what I'm hearing? Let me hear this. Because let me tell you why. Okay. For me, okay, where I'm from, right? In my village, we had coal factory. We worked there. And there was a man, okay? He, his his name was Igor. And he worked on the office, okay? And he always on the loudspeaker would, would call out and tell us, you go to here and you do this and we need a truck here to take this to that place and you go. And that sounds exactly like Igor, um, but in English. And it always, it's very, for my heart, it's very full. It is like taking uh, a coal and putting it in my heart. You know what I mean? Wow. It's, it's very like, yeah. So, so that's, that's- personal that's it's personal. personal okay so that's not someone that's contextual to your life to your experience so that's not something but i understand that you can there's something in every movie for that might affect someone differently right um let me 
Is it even worth playing? Let me hear this one more time. All right. Wow. Also, for me, I like the three guys that run by because it looks like they have to use bathroom. <laughs> and it humanizes the, the people <laughs> from the galactic the bad guys. It's like, hey, you know, Tom, I have to go to bathroom. All right, Stan, follow me. Yeah. You too, Larry. And they all go. Larry, yeah. Yes. I, love I don't know, American. Man. No, it's good. It's, I, I'm digging it. Okay. Very good. All right, now we're getting, so that was like, now we're in the, here is number four. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay, I've seen, yeah. Mm. Your choices are very unorthodox. I thought we were going to get um, the note for sale if you want them, or like, you know, I thought we were going to get some, like, um, Tashi Station. I thought we were getting something. You're my only hope. Right, no, I don't think anybody really remembers those lines. Um, <laughs> so what's interesting about this part, watch, you play again, and look very carefully at the two... Um, uh, what do you say uh, in English? The, um, the white knight people. Oh, they, the stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. Right, those, the stormtroopers. Take a look. Watch the two ones that tell everybody what to do. Watch them closely. Okay, let's see. Here. Okay. I think it is. Here we go. Give me a regular report, please. Right. Interesting. Interesting. That is. If you notice very closely, right? You yeah. Look, they say they, they give orders. Do this thing. I tell you now. You go. Do. Make a report, right? Yes. And they leave, but they stay very still. And then they take steps together because I think on some level that these two stormtroopers, right, are in love. I think that Whoa. these two stormtroopers, I think that there is something very uh, passionate. They get passion for one another. <laughs> and they've been trying to hide it. For such a long time, and the, the you know the heart wants what the heart wants. I believe it's the same, and the same. they don't want today. Everybody go away, so my lover and I can talk. Forbidden love, my God! There is so much more going on in this movie than I ever imagined. Wow, it's really making me rethink how I've watched these movies. All right, let's see. We're getting down to number three. Let's see what we have here. These are great. Right. These are really great. I think the clip cut out. Hold on. Nope. That is exactly what I said. <laughs> that's, that's like inaudible. Like that's almost, let me, hold on. I, I have to be honest with you. For me, it's. All right. You've got to yeah. give me some insight right. to this one. Okay. So again, very personal. It's very much like the other clip, but it's even more like Igor and on his uh Loud box telling people to go to things. It makes me very emotional. Sometimes I feel very moved. Right now I'm very moved. I have emotion in my heart, Amazing. and I feel very uh, sad right now. Okay, as you can tell, I'm sure. I, I mean, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. Yes. Wow, it's powerful. 
I'm only I'm yeah. gonna think of you, Sergey. Whenever I watch this hangar scene again, I'm gonna that's gonna really stick in my head. What um, don't don't but don't attach me to your emotional connection to you have to have your own. Don't look for your way into the movie through me. You have to do it on your own because otherwise, as you're saying in my village, mm-hmm. your needs are only as deep as the well that we throw the bad children in. Oh Don't make your well so deep. You understand? I think you know what this means. You understand <laughs> what this means? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I think so. All right. Here we go. Amazing. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. What do we got? Yes. We're approaching the planet Yavin. The rebel base is on a moon on the far side. We are preparing to orbit the planet. There we go. Another interesting, like, mm-hmm. quote from an intercom that's really, it's relevant to the plot, but, I mean, I've never heard anybody quoting that line before, ever. Well, that's, I feel very sorry for your life. No one has uh, quoted that line, but you have to understand something. This movie came out of when? What year? Se- you 19, know the year? 1977. May, 1977. May, May, uh, May, when may when ray may 19th may 25th i forget yeah i don't know the exact date i can't remember may 25th okay let's go with all that. right so we've established 1977 yeah if you listen to that clip again listen to one more time i'm going to say two words that will totally make your brain go exploded all right here we go let's do this okay i'm already just blown away by this all right hang one second all right here we go Yes, we're approaching the planet Yavin. The rebel base is on a moon on the far side. We are preparing to orbit the planet. Wow. Okay. You ready? I really list. Okay, go ahead. The two words I'm giving to you. Google Maps. Okay. This movie predicted Google Maps. He's giving directions. He's telling them where the things are and everything. And he knew back in 1977. This is someday there will be a device. There will be something that will tell you where to go, how to get there. And this is what it is. For me, it's very like it's like a prophet. Like he knew he could speak future. In the, and he did it through this movie. I get For me, it. that is, that I, is it's brilliant. I totally get it. That's why we were talking about Lucas earlier. He's such a, um Mm. iconoclast like he set up so many things and technologies that everyone uses every day in the industry and right. this is not this is it could you could put that in that uh category he right. he it's kind of you're saying google maps but like um yeah like directional um what am That's i trying right. to say gps gps yeah. gps I didn't know if you would understand it if I said GPS. GPS, you yeah. You are American and very soft. But he, he is. He, he did this. Who is this Lucas you talk about? Who is this man? George Lucas. He um, was a he. He's the creator of Star Wars. He's a film director. Came up in the seventies. Mm. American Graffiti, THX one one three eight, Star Wars. Um, I don't know who this Indiana is. Indiana Jones. He's a he's he. Yeah, he's a writer. He's a, a director. He, uh, uh, never heard of it. No. Oh wow! All right. I, well, I don't. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll give you some homework then, Sergey, to uh, learn more about George. He's okay, at the top. I'm pretty sure. I know you. Is, but... I'm sorry. I know you watch our show pretty uh, pretty 
you know, consistently. And we put a, a little clip at the front that we found where he um, is, there's another gentleman that's walking and talking in Chicago about some kind of science. And then you see this right. little man walk behind him, white beard. Justin. Check, yes. Justin. Dead words. Dead words, man. Yeah. I'm making jokes. I know who George was. Oh. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> That was a joke. Oh my God! I'm sorry. You're so you deadpan. Are you so dry, Sergey? You and I very, can be funny. Right? You, you, amazing, okay. man. You are good. Ah, we're getting to know so much about you. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. No, you're, you're you actually you're not getting to know anything about me, but it's okay. <laughs> Just enough. Just enough. All right. So let's get to your number one. Let's get to your number one. Yes. Oh, I love this, this is scene. Exciting. I know where we're going with this. I think I know where we're going, but then I might not. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> wait. Wait. We're doing top five lines quotes let me try let me play is there something i'm not there's something i'm not hearing hold on ray ray pay close attention ray all right i see an imperial officer walking up to tarkin and -hmm. then i i see there's some kind of exchanging of words and uh then he's kind of ushered away or summoned or I didn't hear any. I didn't hear any dialogue. So what? What's happening here? This, and this is your number one, by the way. I think you had this listed as number one. This is my number one clip quote from the movie. Yes, from Star Wars. <laughs> oh my god, that's wild. That is wild. You are watching this in a completely different way. I don't. I there's no dialogue though. Do you know what they're saying? Like how? How? Yes, is, I know what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Can you tell us? But I. No, you because can't tell you us. have to decide what you think he's saying. That is a brilliant part of that scene. You have to make up your own mind what is this man saying to the hangover general. Um, uh, it's very like you create that moment for you, which is the brilliance of this George Lucas that he said, here's something I'll give to the audience, but I'm not going to give them... Um, what, uh, how do I say? There's a saying in my village, right? Okay. If if your plate is full of food, too much food, you will end up asleep with the pigs. But if you have just enough food, you could ride a horse under the full moon naked. I think you know what this means, right? You understand what this means, yes? I you know what this means. Yeah, I think I yeah. get the gist so of that. So basically, yes. So he's not he's telling you. Don't be um, uh, passive. Okay. You know, be, be be part of this. Active. Become into this. Yes. Okay. Be an part active of this. You. member of the audience of the be a, be an active participant of this film. This so, cinema experience. Right. Now that you know this, watch the scene again. Okay. And tell me what he said to okay. him. All right. Here we go. I think he's saying something like, "We're approaching the moon of Yavin. Uh, of Yavin. We're close." 
I think. Okay. But that doesn't sound that's nothing I would quote at a party or, you know, like talking right. about Star Wars or in the office at the water cooler. But, but why does, okay, but hold on. What, let me ask your friend. Uh, Ray. Mr. Raymond. Mr. Beard. Is, what, what do you think he says? I think he says, uh, um, I think he says, I love you. And, um, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Parkin says, not now. Oh, wow. Now that you, now look, next time you watch this movie and you see that part, you'll think to yourself, did he say, I love you? Did he say, we're approaching this planet? Or did he say to him, I got you your table for lunch? Thank you. <laughs> Go away. Or, or, you know, it could be what you want it to be. It doesn't have to be something that you put on a T-shirt. That is so um, a capitalist I, um, to do that. So yeah. let it be what you want it to be if it brings you joy. All right, so let let the record show that your number one line from A New Hope is really not a spoken line. It's a, it's really interesting how you. It's like that. it's like uh, his number one line from uh, Inception would be the the top spinning at the end. You know, you have to make your you know make your own assumptions as to what happens uh, I, yeah. I, I get that yeah. but it's this isn't moments though ray this is quotes this I is like uh but he's telling us to make our own lineup you know yeah don't if you have everything given to you with no work done then you become sort of the baby man and then you the first time someone punches you your tooth comes out and you're bleeding from your pee hole and then there's oh. so much pain but if you if you make if you if you are active in your life, that what I'm uh, I have to do where I'm from in the village I'm from we have a saying okay, you are only as strong as the rock you can lift over your family's head. If you're not strong enough, the rock will fall on your family and they will die. That's a long so that's have, a long quote. I'm not finished. Okay, okay, go ahead. So, have strength. Eat bread. Have strong vegetables. Be strong, so you do not crush your family. Incredible. Yeah, I think you know what this means. You yeah, know what this means, I, right? Yeah, I got you. I'm. Yes. Um, you you know what this means. So that applies to this. So wow. listen. Thank you for having me on the show to talk about my top five. Um, but really, seven. That's very exciting to uh, be part of. The dad was uh, two times in uh, as many weeks. So very exciting. Um, thank you so much. Uh, it was a pleasure. I had to go because I have to continue packing and uh, work my way to uh, a job, a canceled job in, in Minnesota. Okay. Well, Sergey, thank you. Please send me the yeah, Send me Steve's information though. Don't forget. Oh yeah, cancel Steve. We will send you cancel Steve's info for sure. Do it. Thank you yes. so much. We love having you on the show. You bring so much uh, insight and uh, a uh, an interesting perspective to Star Wars, and that's what we're looking for here from our, our fans and our friends and our um, followers. So it's incredible. I'm gonna. I'm just really going to be looking at Star Wars in a different way. I promise I won't co-opt your feelings like you had said, warn me against, but I will be watching Star Wars a little bit differently now on thanks to this conversation we had with you Sarah. very so good thank all you right then very much you have, um, enjoy the rest of your show sick. and tell your friends they said hello and they love the dead wars and everybody needs to subscribe and to hit the thumb that is pointing up to the sky and to continue to support these wonderful people on this show that are doing hard work 
Um, if, if more people don't watch, I will be angry. Sergey, thank you so much. Um, this is the way. You get it. This is the way because that is the way for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, safe travels. Let us know when you land. We'll come up with another uh, list for you because this is so. This is such an education for us. Really, I can't. I, I can't understate. I can't overstate how I, uh, great this. I call don't is. want to overstay my welcome, but I already have an idea for next list. But I won't say now because it will be like um, that cake you get, and then you you go and you celebrate with friends, and the cake is so large, the size of a. There's a Volkswagen, and then next thing you know, there's a lady pops out of the cake. So that's a surprise. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Okay. Sergey, continue the party tonight. Thank you, Sergey. Thank you, everybody. Happy Dad Wars Night. Happy Dad Wars Night. Thank you. May the force be with you. Wow, Ray. <laughs> that's yeah. Oh wow! All right, he's he's intense. He is picture. intense. I know, man. He's got that that stare, that death stare. But he's really a nice guy. He's just smart. He's pro- very prag- very pragmatic. I would I would describe him as very pragmatic, no nonsense. But did you see? He kind of threw he threw us a little curveball. He actually has a real sense of humor. He's who is this George Lucas? And then I go on this yeah, long yeah. silly. I- my fumbling description of you know one of the greatest filmmakers of all time and uh and then he goes he actually said my name i think that's the first time he's ever said justin and i've never heard him say my name i was that was really neat uh i don't know it's i feel like it's a brush with greatness with this guy he is he's something else um let's check back in i think and then we'll close out the show i know aaron and edison i'm hearing soup bowls they, they eat a lot of soup over there at the gould uh estate Let's see. Um, sorry, buddy. You back? I'm back. I had to finish making dinner for my kid. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Um, yeah, Sergey called. You missed okay. it. But uh, watch it in the replay. Got to love this guy, man. We got to get you two together because he is. You're going to. I can't even describe what just happened, but you're going to have to watch Sergey's top five uh, lines quotes from a new hope not moments just remember these aren't moments these are lines from the movie that he described as his favorite and uh at first i thought we were having technical errors but i was wrong he was it was precisely what he wanted us to see and i got a real education in a movie i've seen a hundred thousand times (laughs) i feel like it's a whole new movie now yeah i'm so excited to go back and watch a new hope and i think uh well, I think we should get his take on on music and uh, maybe get him to watch. I don't think he's watched any of the uh, cartoon, the animated shows, maybe. But just as, just a great guy, and he's also he's it sounds like he's really really busy. He's moving. Like he's what is he doing? Ray? He's going to New Mexico. He's going to Minnesota. This guy's all over the place. In New Mexico. And he can't really he can't tell us what he's doing. It's very intriguing. But and yeah. oh, also he uh, wants cancel steve's contact info he's gonna take care of that little problem for us <laughs> you're not gonna give it to him are you ray says go for it so Ray. <laughs> somebody better warn steve yeah <laughs> steve's gonna be uh yeah this could be trouble for steve but yeah as long as that. we're not uh i don't want to be tied into that yeah cancel steve but what a great show um we had some pretty good participation 
Um, we're getting there. We're we're getting there. Yeah, we're pushing ahead. Yeah, we got nine likes. <laughs> Ten. So yeah, let us know in the comments. Did we not talk about Star Wars enough? Did we talk about too much? Did we talk about Downton too much? Did we talk about Indiana Jones too much? I don't think so. I think it all kind of like works together. All right, guys. All right. May the force oh. be with you. Nope. Save it for next week. I'm not okay with this. That's what it's called. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. How do we get All out right, of everybody. here? Bye. Bye. Bye.